It's Talk Me Some Art. I'm Guy Massey. I'm your host. I've been your host all this run. Had a great year. Uh, starting up with some great shows uh, with uh, Buckles Brannigan, probably opening the gate, some Grateful Dead. Uh, started my dreamscapes, our meditations. But we're going to talk about uh, moving to Hunts Avenue on this episode of Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories. Just like the Pink Floyd song, uh, it was uh, the summer of 68, as they say in the album lingo, but this was about us moving from one section of Pawtucket, Rhode Island, or should I say Pawtucket, if you're a Rhode Islander, you need to say it that way, from Woodlawn to Darlington. And uh, it was August, the month of my dad's and my sister's birthday, Bert and Lucille packed it up at Harrison Street. Yep, we did. We did. And uh, Claude, Nikki, Paul, Guy, Pierre, and Renee all in tow to move to Hunts Avenue. Both streets beginning with an H, but could have been other sides of the world for all we knew as kids. I was all of eight years old, eight and a half, actually. It's funny how with ages, as kids, you always give it an extra half a year when you need to. Um, I guess that comes back when you were admitted into kindergarten. You needed that extra half year to uh, to be uh, accepted into the kindergarten program, pre-primary. Pre-primary! I went to Baldwin and Cunningham in Woodlawn, and I was done my, already into uh, my first and second grades. Actually, I was, came in on the third grade at St. Cecilia's in Pawtucket uh, in Darlington when we moved here in in August of 68. And uh, my dad uh, moved some walls. He spent some several thousand, at least a few thousand back then, some real money, where you could get contractors for a song. Maybe it was all relative. Uh, maybe in the 50s it was even cheaper. I'm sure it was. The house, uh, the house we left was a, a triple-decker, as they call them in Pawtucket. A big, big hulking structure. Uh, large apartments on three floors. Our Bill and Tony Broder, Broder lived above us on the second floor. And Mr. Simino, the cigar-smoking, shoe-dancing, uh, nice man who had his larynx removed from cancer. Memories of my sister Nikki and I going up there to see him, and he'd have such trouble talking, but he was such a great, great person. I get chills when I talk about great people in our lives. And Bill and Tony, of course, were no exception. Their Cape House vacations, uh, I'm going to do a story on that soon. That's definitely up and coming. I've talked to my brother Claude Massey, um, consulted with him. He's going to do one on his show coming up. He's got to, I may as well plug it now. He's got a show. I'm giving you the initials only. I've only been doing that. I'm not going to give it away. Uh, I don't want anybody stealing the name. Um, the the initials are F, and you already probably know them by now, F-T-A. 
you probably can guess what that small little word is in the middle. It's probably the most used word outside of a uh, in the dictionary or a. We like to say a, a cat, a dog, a fire hydrant, a fire station. We don't like to do the uh anymore. We also like to say the, the church, the seminal inquiry, the Hitchcock film. Uh, but I digress. Hunts Avenue is where we moved to. We left Harrison Street, the, you know, the hulking tenement that I talked about earlier, just earlier. And uh, Hunts Avenue is a small bungalow, uh, uh, an ivory white bungalow with the dark green that they used back then for shutters and doors. You know, what you see on Andy Griffith if it was in color. And uh, Opie aside, we uh, got a front, beautiful uh, 55 by 120 lot. Big for Pawtucket. Well, this is Darlington, after all. It's the uh, it's the suburbs of Pawtucket, the early suburbs that were built in the twenties. The house is vintage, nineteen twenty eight, twenty nine. I found an old Pawtucket Evening Times. Uh, now it's called the Pawtucket Times, or actually, it's called the Evening Times, I believe. I think they changed it actually back to the Pawtucket Times. Guy, make up your mind, will you? Well, I wish he'd just make up his mind and just get on with the story. Okay, let's get on with the story. Uh, so we, uh, we've got that front lawn from suburbia. We've got the back lawn from suburbarina and, uh, we've got the back side, little side porch on this little bungalow. And it's about a 1500 square foot bungalow, the one and a half story deal with a semi finished attic. That was all the boys were upstairs. We moved in and gold carpeting, brand new light fixtures and plaster around. My dad moved the wall out. Uh, he made his the bedroom, uh, the northwest side of the house was the master bedroom. They didn't call it back then in 68. It's called the main bedroom or the parents' bedroom. That wall was moved out three feet. You didn't think three feet would be enough to make any difference, but it did. It was enough to fit the bed in, uh, the dresser, the tall boy or the tall dresser, plus a little occasional table here or two. Um, crucifix up on the wall, ubiquitous, uh, crucifix for the Roman Catholic, French Canadian families. And still is, of course, it should be, I believe in my faith. Uh, the three foot jut out interrupted another side room. The house was originally for maid's quarters house bungalow, uh, colonial bungalow in the colonial bungalow style with a beautiful front portico. Let me just make a mention that I still live in that house. I live in this house. I moved up to Portsmouth, New Hampshire, lived up there for nine years, uh, worked up there at, eight, at various design companies and ad agencies and uh, tech, a tech firm for a stint. And I freelanced there for the last uh, remaining year and a half, two years before moving back down uh, to Pawtucket because of what? Oh, you know, financial difficulty. You had financial difficulties? We have those in England all the time. Oh, is she going to keep piping in? I'm going to stop right now. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that to you. I hope you're enjoying this, by the way. If you're on your commute back home, I try to make these at 20 minutes because that's a typical commute. I know my brother Pierre coming from East Providence to Warwick, where he lives, or East Greenwich. Uh, his, his commute's about 20, 25 minutes given traffic. And uh, it's a perfect a perfect time. I did We did just finished doing a great gardening 
show uh, called Gardening Gals. It's uh, about three down on your scroll. If you scroll down on my uh, podcast here, talk me some art and other stories. I'll give that another plug. Uh, Gardening Gals, you'll see it there and you can play it. That was a 43-minute interview with Corey McLean and uh, Janet Massey. And uh, we really had a great talk. But back to Pawtucket, back to Darlington, back to the bungalow on Hunts Avenue. The side porch, cute little side porch. I've just recently fixed it, I screened it back in, ripped out the old screen. That takes a long time putting the screen up. Um, and then the back, I had an overhang. We, my dad later ripped that out. Uh, a door was removed before we moved out, moved into the house. Uh, a door was removed in the back that had a second entry for the uh, upstairs landlord. She lived up there in the uh, finished attic. Uh, she only had two rooms with a connecting room and a extra, and then a bathroom, of course. Uh, she was a, it was efficiency style apartment with an efficiency uh, kitchen deck uh, with the sink and and counters uh, and cupboards all built into one solid unit. Uh, we removed some asphalt tiles. We did a lot of work before we moved in. My dad took us uh, kids uh, in dribs and drabs. In other words, Paul and Nikki would go. Then maybe it would be a four of us, Pierre and Pierre and myself and. Renee was only, um, I think she was only about three or four years old. Uh, so she was a little too young to do any kind of heavy lifting kind of work. Uh, but maybe she did her own little cute little things. Uh, who, who really knows? I don't really know because all I was is focused on what I had to do, which was remove old, uh, kind of creepy looking, uh, curled up tile, asphalt tile. And, um, that took a lot of work. That was probably the most time-consuming. Brother Paul painted the basement. Uh, we had to have a great basement. I've got a great basement now. It needs some more work. I'm going to paint the floors now. Uh, so the house is was 40 years old. We moved. It's about 90, 90 going you know nine going on 95, I guess now uh, years uh, old. Um, but just like a charming little house. Um, so the door was was removed and a wall was put in there. And now the, then at a landing for the stairs, a, a 90 degree landing so that you could come in from the hallway. That hallway used to be a bedroom for the, for the other maid. Uh, they were two side bedrooms in the back, uh, north side of the house. The house faces south. Um, and, uh, it was for the maids of the wealthy family, uh, at the corner of Newport and, and Hunts. The Potter family, uh, made pencils, I believe. Pen, the pencil king. Um, and it was a factory. It's now Hasbro. Uh, Hasbro's headquarters is there. Um, and it's a beautiful run of, uh, large, low slung mill buildings, um, take up entire, uh, city block, uh, Manhattan style size, uh, actually. But, uh, I don't want to digress. We came back. If we come back into the house, we, uh, my dad also had some major kitchen improvements, moved the window from the east side of the house over to the north side, uh, north-facing kitchen window. Um, didn't necessarily enlarge the window. The basement steps are adjacent to that. If you come out of the kitchen, hang a right, and you, you hook another right, and you're going down the basement. That wasn't changed. Um, other cosmetic changes to the house. Um, beautiful wallpaper installed. New carpeting, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, paint job, 
You know, after we moved, my dad painted the house in ivory white, beautiful light ivory, just a creamy, beautiful ivory, and uh, painted the shutters. I uh, can't recall the, the color, um, probably not important, but maybe. Um, now my house is a uh, sage green, a very light sage green stained. Uh, it's a shingle house um, with a, with a, it's called maritime white uh, trim color and a, uh, a dark, dark grayish red, uh, 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 I guess your, your door and your shutter color uh, for the shutters of the house. Um, it's a symmetrical style colonial bungalow. So we moved and by uh, late August we were in place and uh, had so many great fun memories of growing up in, that, in this house. Um, I've got memories of it every time I wake up in the morning uh, now I'm in a new bedroom. I did a series on, on home improvements uh, during COVID. Uh, we all want to kind of try to keep ourselves occupied during this uh, pandemic. And I hope we get through this. I heard it's not going to be now till uh, maybe mid-year next year before we're out of this at some semblance. Uh, it gets back to some semblance of normalcy. Unfortunately, that's the case. Maybe it could be as soon as January. It's certainly going to be a Christmas of COVID. Uh, I think people are already starting to do some uh, themes based on that. Uh, we're having as much fun as we can as Americans, Americans, Rhode Islanders, New Englanders. are all, uh, you know, we're hunkered in, but we're kind of moving on with our lives. So with that, I'm going to end, end this segment. And I hope that you can uh, listen to further segments. The Grateful Dead is coming. So the Grateful Dead is going to be a uh, little bit of a uh, delay on that. I want to um, do some other podcasts that have taken its place for now, but I'm going to have a special on the Wall of Sound. Uh, it's going to be a the show. It might actually be the next one. Just stay posted. Um, I want you to keep keep you guys uh, hanging here. No, not really. I'm not. I'm not malicious like that. Uh, my brother Claude, uh, not a big Grateful Dead fan. Fan, although he did go to concerts, uh, two of them, I believe, 74 and 77, as a young man, teenager, with his gang. Um, Claude always had his friends with him. His friends were everything to him. Uh, I remember as we worked on the house at Hunts Avenue from that segment just earlier, uh, he would uh, slip off uh, and ask my dad, of course, get permission to go, uh, you know, already had a hot date. Uh, you know, he always had something else to do, but he, he also helped. He definitely helped with the house. Uh, I'm going to give him credit where credit is due. But uh, he uh, went to 74 and 77, I know of. And one, one of them, historically, not 77, because they only use the wall of sound, which is what my theme's going to be, as I mentioned earlier. Um, as if our memories don't last us that long, our, our attention spans move on during your commute here back from East Providence to Warwick, Rhode Island. But, um, or uh, if you're coming from Stamford to Middletown, Connecticut, or if you're working in New York City and you've got to go up to, uh, you know, Brewster, let's say. But uh, I want, I digress. Maybe you're going, maybe you're in Bos Barstow, California, and you've got to make it up to, uh, San Francisco, I guess you'd have to take a plane. But in any event, uh, you are uh, basically, um, well, I lost my train of thought. I did. 
Um, but no, the wall of sound is just a wonderful thing. 74 was the only year they used it. They did a prototype. It blew out the tweeters of all things. Uh, well, that's the first to go in a sound system. I, if you listen to my program uh, I did on, on hooking up your audio system, another one of those audio uh, help it uh, help to or not help you. <laughs> Maybe it confused you more than anything. I hope I didn't do that. Uh, you know, eschewing YouTube for audio. Uh, most people, of course, I know and I knew when I produced it. I didn't know when I first did them. I thought it was all interesting to show you how to hang pictures of all things. And my sister-in-law, Janet, lovingly said, Guy, well, listen, most people want to go on YouTube for those kind of instructional videos. And she's absolutely right. But I tried to make the audio one. Uh, didn't touch on the wall of sound, but it touched on how to hook up your audio system with your vintage speakers or your new speakers, your stereo, your amplifier, your uh, tuner um, at all. Uh, and how to do it in a way, I did it in a way, a fashion a way or a fashion uh, that makes the audio maybe almost as good as the video. Not quite. There's nothing. I, I, I always find those instructional videos very intriguing. And um, the, the women or men that produce them to be geniuses at solving problems. And I hope I approach that with that. But the wall of sound, uh, after they got the bugs out with the prototype that was a smaller uh, version, still very quite large, uh, was a... Um, was a uh, a, 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 well, it was, it was after the tweeters blew, they knew that they had to do some things and fix it. They had, had to employ special mics, but I'm not going to get into it any further than that because I don't want to give away my, I don't want to really give away the farm. I'm going to be doing it dedicated to uh, playing some songs. All of the songs are going to be examples from Wall of Sound. Further housekeeping is going to include another show that is promised on Dreamscapes. I wrapped up one earlier on a, a gothic tale. Um, it was a little adventure in corporate USA, a.k.a. Google, Apple, Microsoft, uh, all rolled into one as one bad company. And this was the worst company that uh, anyone could work for, monolithic. And that dream, uh, well, I don't know if I want to forget about it, but uh, maybe I might, might want to move on. It incorporated college life, um, a lot of aspects of life in my dreams, just the nature of my psyche, and I guess how it works. The idea with dreamscapes is I wake up, uh, usually early in the morning, usually before four o'clock, definitely before five, and I sit at my easy chair or on my couch and my cat is resting or sleeping at the chaise end of the couch. And if I look at from my easy chair, I can see her. She gives me a little bit of inspiration of mystery of life. Kane, the male cat, is somewhere on the porch. If it's not too hot and I haven't closed the porch door and put the AC on. Uh, and I, uh, I remember my dreams fresh, rising out of bed. Uh, the only fresher way I could do it is if I had my uh, equipment by my side as I woke up, uh, you know, by the side table, let's say, or the nightstand. But I don't. And it's early in the morning. I have the dream fresh. 
Uh, you're not going to lose anything. There's not going to be any misinformation. I'm not going to tell you anything in my dreams that didn't happen. Uh, I'm not going to tell you anything in my dreams uh, that could have been uh, could have changed the tra- trajectory. Certainly, uh, it's a focused presentation. I definitely can tell you that I'm going to not touch on everything. I probably missed 80% of the dream, or at least 20% of the dream. I know after I stopped my recordings um, for this podcast, uh, I, I remember some other details that I, oh, damn, I wish I had gotten that one in. That would have connected that to that. Oh, and now that would have all made sense. It's a chunk. But dreams are nonlinear, yet they're linear. There is such ambiguity in the dream world, uh, it, it make your head spin to use that famous uh, expression of mine that I always like to use. Um, but that is a show that uh, is going to have legs because I can tell you, I dream, oh, I dream a few times a night and I don't think there's any night that I go to bed uh, and wake up where I haven't dreamed. So there's content. Um, I'm not going to make notes. I'm going to tell you as it happens, fresh, like a fresh batch of of Rhode Island farm fresh hen eggs. We even write down to the dark golden yolk. We've got great eggs here in Rhode Island, this point in New England. Must be something to do with what the chickens eat. But um, eggs aside, I I really want it to be fresh and out of the box with my dreamscape. So I've done two so far. Uh, I've touched upon other dreams, aspects of dreams in other episodes that weren't titled Dreamscape. But um, it's a good title. I like it. Uh, nocturnal uh, nocturnal occurrences, let's put it that way, of the non-sexual. Although my dreams are sexual, I've got to say, they, not all, you know, they're not, they're not entrenched, they're not, they're, they're not uh, saturated with, with sexuality or sexualness, if that's a word. Um, but they do, they do have tangencies and, and tracks that take it. Other dreams are pretty innocuous, uh, given that subject. So it runs the gamut. My dreams have a little bit of technical. I dream in color. I dream in technicolor, uh, stereo sound. I can even taste food in my dreams, although it's a very dull taste. I can't talk well in my dreams when I want to say something in a, um, in a speech and I usually feel like I'm the most articulate person in the world uh, and that everybody is waiting on, on every word that I say. But I, I mumble because I think your, your mouth is either closed or in a certain position where it's just not possible to physically articulate. It's like I can't walk uh, quickly enough in my dreams. I hobble or I, I crawl in my dreams or I walk so slowly because I think a lot of times... Um, I don't know if this is scientific, uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of times my legs are crossed, so it doesn't facilitate the physical connection there to enable it. So those are what I'm excited about. The wall of sound, as I mentioned earlier, with the Grateful Dead. And as I wrap up this program, just getting another plug in for AD 13. It's a new series that's going to be starting uh, coming October. We moved it up to October. And it's going to be just a great series. You're going to really, it's wonderful. You're going to really enjoy it. We've already started some preliminary uh, scripting and idea, idea, ideations on it. So I think you're going to really be in for a real treat. With AD 13, takes place on the Appian Way in ancient Rome. 
be good, solidify yourself, (laughs) I just made that up, and have fun with life, that's what it's worth, it's worth doing, if you're going to be on this planet, you may as well make a go for it, a go of it, and that's what I say to everyone, and I hope I explain, I hope I express that through uh, Talk Me Some Art and other stories, bye now. Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories comes to you via Guy Massey Productions. He likes doing podcasts, and we hope you stay tuned for more of Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories. Oh, and just go to www.anchor.fm.com slash Guy hyphen Massey if you want to on your browser, if you want to listen to some other great podcasts, including Dreamscapes and Grateful Dead.